<laughs> this guy falls to shit. <laughs> Yo, man, fuck that nigga. I'm ready to go off with that bitch nigga, man. That's oh, shit, off. man. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy, Moose Mancino. And I'm in the building, man. No intro. I don't know, man. I guess I was just enjoying family. Enjoying enjoying love, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We got my niggas uh, C's in the building. Yes, 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 a.k.a. Mr. Cyber Monday. We here. Oh, mm. you crazy, huh? Mm. <laughs> don't make shit on me. I mean, you got your deals going, huh? Mm. Come on, man. Two for four. Three for eight. Shop with Two, Three for the eight? I ain't even heard of that shit before. <laughs> 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 I got some different joints. <laughs> Niggas making up deals. <laughs> three for the eight? <laughs> <laughs> Black people just love deals. You can just tell them whatever. And then, <laughs> I got the 14 for the three. 14 for the seven. <laughs> yeah, we talking like, oh, for real? <laughs> I ain't never heard of that before. Oh, boom, kept my nigga Don in the building. Yes, sir. It's your boy Donny, man. Hey, man, I feel like at our age, if you saying stand on business, get some help. We too old. We too old to be adapting the new slang to our vocabulary. See, we know who's not standing. Chill the no fuck out. <laughs> I was about to say, we know Just you're not out. standing on business. We know who's not Come standing. Come on, no man. Business. Nah, don't say that shit around me. Come on, man. Let's let, let's get it together. What's the age cut off? Where's this coming from, man? I just, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm done with the phrase, man. I think I'm done with just new repetitive phrases that people just say at a given point in time. I'm over it, bro. How like, okay, first on. question. And what's the age cutoff? And how frequently are you hearing standard on business from people who feel shouldn't be saying? I feel like I'm hearing it a lot. I feel like the cutoff needs to be I'll give you twenty three. If you're twenty three <laughs> this nigga strict. <laughs> that, no. I don't wanna hear it no more, bro. I don't wanna hear it. Damn, I've been saying standing on business for a little minute this weekend, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, man, I was trying to stand on business. <laughs> so, who are you saying stand on business to, though? Uh, well, it was just are like joking. On yeah, it was just jokingly. It wasn't like yeah. A- <laughs> I, I do, okay. I do. I, only reason I will say is I feel like you can't say it seriously as an adult. No, you can say it like playfully. Like, come on, man. You know I stand on business. Like, somebody can tell, like, all right, you joking. But if you be like, if you in a heated, if you in a heated argument, like, nigga, I stand on business. Yeah. Then nah. I'm like, all right, man, you crazy. That's what I'm talking about. Like, come on. Yeah. I, I think as a joke, that's fine. But seriously saying it, come on, what are we doing? No, okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel no, you. I get that. No, you, I feel you. You can't drop your kids off and be like, you know I stand on business when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> Mama better stand on business while I'm gone. <laughs> you the oldest. Honestly though, I feel like and I hope a lot of people use stand on business during uh their holiday festivities, especially during the arguments. I know mm-hmm. I know that came out a lot. The mac and cheese hey, ain't right and who, shit. Who made the mac and who made the mac and cheese shit? You know, I stand on business. That's that's me. I, I feel like grandma is standing on business with this mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's yeah, a polite man. way to tell her she losing her, her step. Oh, got to take grandma to the back. Give her that talk. <laughs> <laughs> I 
okay, okay. You say it. Well, I got the nervous. Yeah. Hold on now. <laughs> you thought of some old yellow shit? <laughs> she ain't cooking right this time. <laughs> Y'all been noticing you. She be slipping, right? <laughs> it can't just be me. All right, we're gonna pull. We're gonna pull straws, man. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. I, I really hope somebody said uh, that somebody wasn't standing on business because somebody didn't make some plates this up this weekend. Mm, Damn, you want to make your man plate? You ain't standing on business, man. Shake the tables a little bit. Yeah, man. Let's get into it, man. How's the uh, Thanksgiving festivities, man? Any drama or everything went pretty smooth? I had some. I had some drama, boy. Mm. <laughs> it was a. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed every minute of it, but <laughs> shit, shit, <laughs> shit got hostile well, for our Thanksgiving, man. Like it. I, I just went to my mom's. That's all I did uh, for mm. Thanksgiving, and it was uh, on my mom's side. It's real small, so it's like seven of us there. So it's r- real chill. My uncle from New York, he came in. Um, he was telling us about the family history. I was into it. I was like, damn, he's telling me he about my grandma. <laughs> with, yeah, with the stories and the documentation. I was like, damn, this is pretty dope. And then uh, my aunt started talking about how, you know, family's important. You know what I'm saying? We need a solid family unit. And that's how it just got to politics, bro. Mm. It got to politics out of nowhere. <laughs> She was like, man, there's a reason they don't want black families discussing politics at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> man. And I, I've seen my mom and my aunt, I've seen them argue like a couple times, but mm-hmm. this time was nuts. It it got, it got crazy. And then we had other people jumping in, man. At one point, it was like Obama versus Trump, dog. Oh, <laughs> My family was split. <laughs> they was split, bro. I was sitting back like, mm. That's crazy. They, having, they having throwback conversations. Like this is crazy. It was like some some of the stuff. Some of the stuff that was said, bro. I can't even repeat on here because I'm, I'm yeah. trying to save them. But it was, oh lord, them takes was hot. How long was it for? It went, fam. I think I left my mom's crib eleven forty five or some shit. And it started at five. It's like, dog. Damn. It, it went on for a minute, man. I'm not going. You know, an uncle got caught Scatman Crothers or some shit if he had the wrong take. <laughs> <laughs> dog, it was dog. It was it was wild, but I, I respect it, man. It was a good time though. It was probably one of my favorite Thanksgivings. That that's the crazy thing about family is that as you grow up, y'all start to. I wouldn't say grow apart, but y'all start to get different values. Like when you were a kid, you just think like everybody think the same. Everybody. It's one family, one unit, one band, one sound type shit. One band, one sound. Yeah. But as you get older, you realize that no, that's not it. Niggas got their own politics, their own thoughts, and niggas done did crazy shit that you never even noticed until like you got older. So nah, I could see shit like that going left, bro. I ain't never had like no crazy shit happen, but I could see that. Did you add any input into the conversation? Hell no. Nah. Nah. I was just chilling. I'm telling I was not getting into it because they was it, it was getting way too intense. And I don't even really like be talking to them like that enough to be arguing with them, if that makes sense. Like Damn, it, it, it would feel weird for me to be arguing with them. Niggas had a game on? Like normally niggas just tuned into the game. Like, Man, <laughs> trust. 
fam, the game was on, but trust me, this was way better than anything. <laughs> <laughs> this was, this was, a, I was sitting back like, man, this is wild. But yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't chime in. I had to chill. No, okay. Was niggas cursing or it was just like heated as far as like just going back and forth? It wasn't, it wasn't like, it didn't get disrespectful. It didn't get, it didn't get personal. It didn't get personal. No, no, it got personal. It for sure got personal. It got personal. But it was, it, it was good though. It was like, we was all able to chill after that. You know what I'm saying? You know, that was it. It, it didn't get to fisticuffs or nothing. So that's <laughs> okay. Good. Hey man, I, it's not Thanksgiving without some drama, man. Sometimes you need that to spice up the, you know, sometimes the season ain't all the way right. You need some of that spiciness in the, you know, in the convo and shit. So. And real shit, all this do is make you make it, uh, Better to look forward to for Christmas because somebody gonna try to spin a block and get their lick back. <laughs> man, they did no. their research. <laughs> man, for real, they already said, "Hey, we need to do this every year." These are some conversations we gotta have. I was like, "Oh lord, <laughs> they about to do, they about to come back on." I I'm gonna say it. They about to come back on business. Fuck it, y'all got me. Y'all got niggas me. Finna, niggas gonna have a teen summer this shit. <laughs> oh shit, let's see. Everything was good with you. Yeah, I, ain't, I my shit wasn't eventful like that. It was calm though. I mostly just used these couple of days to chill out. So a little bit of running around on Thanksgiving Day, but besides that, I stayed inside for the most part. So no drama, man. I know my drama fuck around come on uh for Christmas season. So y'all got to check back in there. Okay, okay. Yeah, same here, man. Uh, I had a good Thanksgiving. Good food. Um, niggas was awesome. Incredible hulks. So uh, <laughs> that that day was interesting. Uh, Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody, <laughs> somebody brought the hoax, bro. <laughs> so, this is off the hoax. You tasted any of that food? If you was off the Incredible Hulk, no, I only had one. I only had one, so I was chilling. Um, like I was good because um, we had a little after party um, at night, but I was, I was definitely good. Like I was in it, but I wasn't like super drunk though. Uh, but. It was, it was a fun time, man. Well, but we were just tuned into the games for the most part. Um, had some convo and kept it short, you know. So it was good. Good Thanksgiving, man. I like those type of Thanksgivings where you still be around the fam, but it ain't like too intensive where it's a whole bunch of stuff going around. There's a whole bunch of people you got to kind of uh, talk to and all that shit. So it, it, was, it was solid, bro. Uh, yeah. y'all, y'all get anything for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Y'all, y'all catch any sales? No, nah, I was chilling out. Yeah, same. I just, I chilled. I was why like, like, the sales looking crazy out here. I mean, uh, I saw some shit on uh, on Twitter where this woman was in Target where the Target price at Black Friday sale, but the prices were the same. But I was doing some online browsing, put some shit in the cart. But <laughs> I ain't really copping nothing for real. Um, mm. I don't know. This should just be. I, I really do miss those those Black Friday days where you really had to like be outside. Like you really mm. had to fight over that forty-two inch TV. <laughs> no, that's real shit. I don't miss those days, bro. I'm, I'm glad it's all online. Them niggas, <laughs> niggas is different. I, I, I feel like you really you, you needed to like you would see some shit that you wouldn't expect, but I feel like you need to see that to know like, oh, this ain't for me. You you really had to be like a dog. People would be going out at two in the morning trying to get a an air fryer and some new sheets. <laughs> I remember that used to be the link up after Thanksgiving and, and Friday. It would be like, all right, let's get our Black Friday shopping on. 
Oh yeah, niggas did uh, used to do that shit. Do you think people still do? People still do the uh, the 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 Wednesday before the the pop out. That used to be a big thing before too. <laughs> what is it? Blackout Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah. I think that's more like for college kids. Field. You go to like your old local bar when everybody come back in town and basically blackout. Yeah, bro, <laughs> big that's dangerous. <laughs> nah, but for real, like, cause I know, I know for us, uh, motherfuckers used to pull up the last deep for no reason. And that, I thought we that, was going that, to two parties at the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I thought niggas was going to like, especially like early in college. Like, we'd come home and go to Secrets that, oh. that day before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mister Ricky's or some shit. Oh, so you aging yourself? <laughs> oh, I nah. was man, I, I was messed up, man. I was messed up Wednesday. It was uh, one of our friends, Cat. Her birthday is Friday. Actually, she's listening. Shout out to Cat. Um, Shut up. But we went to. We went to the uh, Hard Rock Casino, man. <sighs> Niggas was drinking before. I got I got too fucked up. I came up though. I came up on that blackjack, dog. What you win? A nice little, nice little three fifty. Damn. It was right on. It was right on time too. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas been so I needed that shit. Man. Where's the Hard Rock Casino? Gary. All right. Nah, yeah, nah. no, fam, and you know, and, and you know, I had to hit up Big Bro. I had to check in to make sure I was good, cause you know what I'm saying. I need to make sure I'm good, you know, good in his part of town. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I hit him up. Him and Mellow slid through, but it was it was solid, man. Everybody left uh, on the up and up. Surprise! Oh, Mellow left with some money. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was Bro, that's surprising. <laughs> he was playing. Uh, what the fuck? He was playing craps. I think. Or, and he was trying to explain that shit to me. I was way too drunk to even understand what the fuck that shit was about. Yeah, they call that nigga uh, in casinos across America. They call that nigga Red Melvin because that nigga gonna leave in the negative, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga gonna leave in the negative. <laughs> and they go big red. Hey, get a, hey, go get big red a drink. Dog red. <laughs> red Hey, hey, them, them be the type of niggas who get the best service because they know you're just going to get the money right back. Hell yeah. Your drink coming real quick. <laughs> yeah, they giving him top shelf. <laughs> they just going to get it right back. Shout out to my nigga Melo, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, one thing that I realized as we in this holiday season is people ask me, like, what I want for Christmas. And being a 30-year-old that's childless... um, and not like not in a relationship where I'm spending like hella bread. I realize that I buy everything that I want. And I don't just wait to the end of the year to get shit. So I don't know what to say. Mm. So so you don't buy you don't believe in buying yourself a gift? Uh I did in previous years, but now that I have the means to get myself like if I want something, I normally just end up buying it. I don't know what to say now. So now it's just like I'm going like bucket list shit. Like I'm on a vinyl collect a cold vinyl collection or some shit. Uh, I don't know. You you're talking about what you tell people what you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What do you I mean, like what do y'all tell y'all people to get y'all? Like, do y'all have things on y'all on y'all wish list that y'all that y'all have ready for people? Shit, I tell all my family money. This is what mm. I need. <laughs> That's all I want and all I need, man. Give me some money. I'll figure out what I need with it. 
Yeah, if I had a preference, I, I would I would personally request money. It's hard because you you have to like there are definitely things that I want that I could buy right now, but like when you try to be responsible, you like push it off. But it's like, damn, do I really want to be like, yo, grab me these like two hundred dollar t shirts? So then you try to find ways to be like practical and shit. And at that point, it's just like I'm now masked for like candles and shorts and shit. Yeah, I told a lot of people vinyls that'd be cool. Um, you know, and just some like some cool shit if they can think of it. But I don't know, money as I always thought like, what's the purpose of money when I could just they could just tell me not to get them anything and I could just save my money. Cause your money is just coming back to me for what I pay for your present. Is that a trick question though? Mm-hmm. To be like, don't give me yeah. anything? Cause that, that sends some people into more of a panic. I don't feel like it's practical, if that makes sense. Nah, I get it. I definitely get some uh harsh feedback when I request for money. But hey man, it's what <laughs> <laughs> got bills, man. the worst case is you ask for money, then you gotta like secondarily settle for gift cards. Oh, oh yeah, Starbucks gift card or some shit. Now I got four fifty dollar Visa gift cards, and now you trying to sell those for money? Like it's that's that's. What, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that's my what, dad gave me really broke. My dad gave me like two fifty dollar gift cards to Outback Steakhouse. I'm like, nigga, come on, bro. <laughs> He grabbed them on the way out of Walgreens. He damn near forgot about yeah, it. That oh, shit was shit, me... Yeah, that had to be an accident, bro. bro. Where the fuck is an Outback anymore? Maybe, maybe he thought you fucked with some fajitas. Yeah. Get that blooming on you. Man, if, if there was an Outback by me, I would, I would pull up. I'll tell you that much. But come on, man. What are we doing? Shout out to Outback, man. We will definitely sponsor you on the pod, man. We're here to show love. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, what, what's the worst gift y'all ever get? I don't know if it was the worst gift, but the gift that really always comes to my mind was I got a gas gift card for Christmas one year, but I didn't have a car, so my parents just gave it to me so I could use it to refill their cars when I when I <laughs> drove it. Oh yeah, deep, you down, deep down inside, I was like, bro, y'all could have just kept this and done the same thing. Now you trying to play me. No, that shit really had me hot. Yeah. <laughs> I got a uh, W.E.D. Du Bois uh, t-shirt before, bro. <laughs> was it like vintage? It was like gray and it, had, it was the white. It was like a white ghost print of like his his photo. And like I had some information on the bottom. But, bro, I mean, I respected it. Yeah, I guess it's some like civil rights shit. But I was like, hey, uh, hey. <laughs> What's this? I'm actually surprised. I thought you would fuck with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> when would I ever wear that, bro? <laughs> no, nah, you would throw a flannel on top of it. You step on <laughs> A flannel on top of a WEG Du Bois shirt. It's crazy. <laughs> I really look like I'm trying to restart a tribe called Quest or some shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, anything else to say before we get up into these topics, man? Uh-huh. Let's do it. All right. Um, where are we starting it? Mm. Damn. Uh, do you want to start back? Do you want to give the update on this Diddy shit? Oh, yeah, we can. 
Um, well, it seems not to be just Diddy. Now, um, it's fucking day of reckoning on what was it Friday or the Thursday? <laughs> God damn, they dropped a hammer on like ten niggas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, oh, it was a law that was set to expire, I guess, in New York or just I guess nationwide that um gave everybody a like kind of like a deadline to file like these civil suits against sexual abusers or alleged sexual abusers um and so it was like a list of people who had got cases filed on them it was one was Jamie Foxx um Cuba Good Jr got two put on him uh, which was crazy. Like the way they put two in quotes, like it was fucking RBIs or some shit, was crazy. Um, who else got one? Eric Adams. Eric Adams. Uh, uh, Interscope. Who's a uh, who's oh, a dude from uh, LA Reed? No, Jimmy Iovine. No, Jimmy oh, Iovine. Yeah. Also, LA Reed. Um, LA Reed did too. Marcellus Wiley. Yeah. <laughs> Marcellus Wiley got one. Yeah. And Axel Rose. Yeah, so it was a lot of them. Um, what did y'all think about all these names coming out and when y'all seeing the names, especially like people like Jamie Foxx? Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense. This was uh I guess the the law the New York specific law that allowed sexual misconduct lawsuits to the, the date was about to expire. Um, I did read something that said this Jamie Foxx one was something that they brought up before um, that was, I guess, a judge struck down. Um, it's unfortunate because, I mean, of course, when you hear these things, you more than likely want to, I guess, in a sense, believe that it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also difficult when I guess these are people who have been admired for years and years, who have a fan base, who have a following. So then there are going to be people who are going to push back and it kind of creates a divide. Um, I think in having productive conversations and moving things forward, um, I know specifically for like the L.A. Reid one, the the woman who filed his lawsuit, her name was like Drew something. Uh, I probably mm-hmm. remember her name, but she was in that off the record doc that came yeah. out on uh, Drew Dixon. It came out on uh, in what twenty. 20, I think 2021 mm-hmm. about Russell Simmons. And I think he even had was mentioned about doing some nasty stuff in there also. So that really made sense and kind of having seen that doc and the facts behind it. It's, I mean, it definitely more so swayed me to, to believe what was being said. So, so it's one of those things where I think we got to be patient, um, allow the facts to come out and hope, and kind of, I guess, have some understanding that there are probably going to be more names coming soon, even outside of this. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough thing because, like you said, in this situation, we got to we have to be patient to see what happens from here. But I think that in a certain in a certain way, I think that Jamie being involved with this. um push people to be a lot more patient than they would otherwise. If this list was different and did not include people that were universally liked in Jamie's case, I don't think that people would be as patient to get to the facts as we are are now. Mm. That's that's interesting to me. 
Do you feel like it's like that with everyone, though, or just in certain individuals? I think it's with certain individuals. I think that everybody had the same reaction when they saw Jamie's name. It was like, wait, what? Jamie ain't like that. Like we we never thought Jamie to be like that. And even outside of that, Jamie is just a well liked per, uh, individual that's very accomplished. That black people just root for just in general. And so his name being included in all this now gives us that that pause to say, let's see where this goes. I don't know if that's right or wrong, because if it was somebody like. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of somebody. Uh, if Blueface was included in this list, and Jamie was take Jamie out and sub him with Blueface, mm-hmm. how fast would we be like? <laughs> hold on, let's see what the facts are. Yeah, no, nah, it wouldn't be there. That'd be like and that's that's what I mean. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm tr- I'm trying to think because um, I guess even with I mean because Diddy got two or three more assault cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lawsuits as well and I, I guess I would have used him as like an example of uh, I guess someone who might have been unsuspecting to like the normal kind of everyday person who's not kind of wrapped up in that industry because I, I kind of like I guess what you were saying like nobody really does have like a look or like actions that I guess are unless they're like outwardly done and, and noted would you anticipate or expect to kind of see these allegations against like I don't know. I don't know if this is crazy. Like a Marcellus Wiley. Seeing that name on a list is like again, you would maybe think this is something that you would do, but also at the same time you never really know also. I don't know. He seemed like a <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, everybody on that list, and I didn't know Marcellus Wiley was on that list, I can see it. It's 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 not like I understand Jamie, where we hold him, but I can also see him being on some creepy shit. One thousand percent, he was partying with Puff. So, is would this be more of a indictment on these individuals, or a little bit of a mixture of the entertainment industry? Also, I think mm-hmm. it's more so on that, the entertainment <laughs> industry for sure. Yeah, I would say the same. Um, I think that anything anything in the entertainment industry is subject to uh, perversion. I feel like especially in like the music and the film space, like we've seen a lot of this. We've seen a lot or heard about of a lot of execs or not and not even execs, but just people using their power to get or, or receive some type of sexual acts or prom- making advancements or making promises. I mean even all the time, like it's, you'll, you don't even got to be there, but you'll hear about people who are in, um, I don't know, I won't call them groupies, but like they're a part of like musical collectives and they're not the main artist, but they may be in the group and they'll tell some fans, some groupie, oh, if you do X, Y, Z, I'll help you meet so-and-so. Like that type of overall culture is kind of there. So I think part of knowing that and kind of knowing, I guess, how strange and what all is covered up in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry, because so much money funnels through there. It wouldn't even be shocking if and I actually anticipate a lot more names from a lot more notable people to come out sometime soon. Yeah, me bringing that up doesn't 
it's not me saying that I don't believe Jamie could do something like this. I'm just pointing out the, I wouldn't really call it a double standard, but the fact that when we see certain names, we're, instead of this blanket, believe the victims thing, we, we kind of come back off that and say, Hey, let's wait. How, when do we input the, or when do we implement the, believe all victims versus let's wait on the facts and depending on who the person is that's how close we're gonna get to either one of those standards and jamie we on the let's wait for the facts uh from the people i've talked to and from the general vibe that i'm getting is the let's wait on the facts type thing mm-hmm. so yeah um that's a privilege he has yeah, and I think if you move a certain way around Hollywood and we don't really hear about you acting crazy and stuff like that, I think that we tend to lean on that side or let's wait on the facts before we judge, Um, which I don't know. I, I feel like we should do, but um, sometimes leaning on that side of the things can be the wrong thing because say we did it with Diddy and Diddy was able to settle out before any all those details came out we have a large percentage of people that think he didn't do this because they didn't hear the details like from him personally what you mean because uh, i guess i would say we got some of the details from the lawsuit so I no, guess that, for them to say that's what i'm saying i'm saying all those the reason why we believe Diddy did a lot of this stuff is because the details that Cassie laid out in that article or in the lawsuit connected a lot of the dots that we've been missing. And so it paints a clear picture of what's been going on behind the scenes versus if we never got all those details, a lot of people would think that this was just a money play and like they would still be in a dark about a lot of this stuff. So they would say, eh, I don't know. Diddy don't really, we've never seen Diddy really do like we've seen Diddy move crazy, but not that crazy. So I don't know if that's true. Um, when it comes to artists or individuals who also think it's, it, if you, the more you have contributed, the more difficult it is for people to turn against you. Cause even like with Jamie Foxx, people love Jamie Foxx. They love Jamie Foxx show. They love his movies. They love his music. They wanted to see him get healthy a couple months ago. Like when you have that that adoration, the same with, you know, Puffy and because he's had these, I guess, rumors or whatever you want to have it, like on his jacket for a long time. Um, And the people who spoke out were more so made to sound like they were crazy or they were just didn't know what they were talking about or they were just kind of maybe even spewing hate. Because of the way that he was received and the light that he was getting and kind of maybe the other things that he was doing outside of his his core work um, that could also help sway their opinions. Yeah. And somebody said mentioned something that kind of made me like raise my conspiracy eyebrow is that um, somebody pointed to a lot of a lot more lawsuits dropping after this. Did he want to kind of distract from the fact of what did he got going on? Because if it's a whole bunch of other people getting charged, people not so like keen, uh, like solely focused on um, or dialed into this Diddy, uh, all this Diddy shit. 
which kind of helped. Like now we like, oh, uh, there's so much going on. I don't really know kind of what to focus on. But it kind of made me wonder, did did he orchestrate this? But I feel like that's a conspiracy and I don't want to dive too deep into that. Yeah, I can't see that happening because isn't that the reason Cassie even filed at the time in that she did? That's because so. of the law. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, don't, I don't think it was orchestrated. It's just, yeah. it is what it is. Better get it out there. Yeah. Yeah, and but, this doesn't prevent further details from his new um, lawsuits to come out and kind of catch steam again also. Yeah, the, a lot of people going back to that Aaron Hall stuff, man. Aaron Hall was saying a lot of diabolical stuff in that interview, man. And it's been out there for a minute. People just never really paid it attention. Kind of because Aaron Hall is out of the line. Is Aaron Hall dead? Or just out of the line? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, that's old, I think. Yeah, but um, Aaron Hall has just been out of the limelight, so niggas not, don't really care like that. But he was talking crazy. Like, like full out. Y'all know which one I'm talking about, right? When he was like talking about like sexually assaulting Gloria Velez and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, he talked about that? Yeah, didn't he? Oh, no, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I saw something where he was talking about he didn't know she was a young pup or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But that's also, I think, a, a point that we can't overlook. Like, sure, I guess maybe regardless of the rulings of how these things go, um, there has to be some validity to, I guess, what the claims are being made. Like, even if it wasn't fully, I guess, what is in the lawsuit or if that's what the judge finds, like, there was still something enough that was traumatic enough or disturbing enough that... I guess these victims found to where they felt like they need to speak up and say something. So there could still could be that, like that same pattern that's there of just even doing too much or, or, you know, touching somebody too much or making these advanced approaches or feeling like you are, you know, above the status quo and can do get away with anything, especially in those, you know, mid to what mid to late nineties, early two thousands before, before the large social media presence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. This is this is tricky. Like dealing with this stuff is always tricky from the outside looking in. You all you can really do is pray for the victims. If this happened, um, I'm, I'm hoping that they they all able to heal and recover from it, and that they get the justice that they deserve. Sometimes it's not always possible to convict them because of whether it be like sexual limitations or lack of physical evidence that they can present. But um, I think just from the Diddy situation, we're seeing that if he did this and we're going to keep it on the alleged side, um, that what you what you uh, what you reap, you're going to sow. So it's it's always going to come back, whether you think you got too much money to bury it or too much time has passed. It's always going to come back to you no matter no matter what. So mm-hmm. that's real. So um, speaking of lawsuits, man. Boosie out here suing everybody, dog. <laughs> this man, if you if you said three words that Boosie said in his song, he's coming for he's coming for you. Um Boosie, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, Lil Boosie has uh threatened suing. I don't know if he's actually filed this p- paperwork. That's what I'm saying. He's threatened threatening uh to sue Rod Wave. 
um, Kodak Black, YG, and many others. He said his other ones to come. But those are the three have, that's been announced so far uh, for stealing, like even uh, either interpolating or like full on stealing his lyrics uh, from like some mixtape songs. Or I think one was actually a song he had on uh, on a random album. But um, what do you what did y'all what do y'all think about this? Do y'all feel like Boosie is going about this in the right way on put, putting it like on social media? I mean, I guess. I don't know if I would even say the wrong way. This is just kind of the way he does things in general. Like he'll go on social media and ask for the insulin. So this is very much on brand for how how he handles things. Um, I did see him say he won't work with Kodak, but he will work with Wild Wave. It was also weird. I think I saw he doesn't own the masters to these any of these songs. So you know. I, I'm just gonna let him do what he got to do, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna condemn him for, I guess, trying to get his just due. Yeah. So he he um he ended up making a diss track to Rahway for sampling his shit. I don't know if niggas want. Nah, I'm not gonna play that. But yeah, <laughs> playing uh making a diss track for Rahway. Actually, I I'll, I'll go ahead and play a little, a little snippet of it so we get some laughs. Hey man, Rod, keep sampling that nigga shit, man. Fuck what he talking about. Nah, we we making better music, man. But okay, is has Rod Wade been stealing music? I've been seeing a lot of people comment. I mean, like since this has came out, like pointing out different lyrics of his that match up. Like he, I think, like Jay Z song, um, and different other songs. But how how much is inspiration versus versus uh, like full on jacking? I don't know. I saw some things. He was still like bar for bar. He was just singing in a hurt, sad way. And I feel he, like if you got, do that, he got range with his stuff from from Hove to Boosie to Ed Sheeran. He has no shame. See, I, I feel like if you're doing word for word, you should credit that person. There. I mean, how how much though? Like, if I'm using a line that you said, it's like the, uh, who just had a situation like this where it was just like, they used something that was low-hanging. Oh, the uh, I don't know if y'all saw the Carlos Mencia uh, Dark Side of Comedy thing. No, did, no, y'all, no, heard, did y'all watch that? I heard about it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, so pretty much like Joe Rogan and a lot of comedians were calling him out for jokes that... A lot of comedians make just like broke, like I'm I'm a broke uh, Lat- Latino uh, jokes, or mm-hmm. say I was a black comedian. I'm making I'm a poor black person jokes. A lot of them we gonna have similarities because a lot of us grew up the same way. It was kind of like that. If I'm making, if I'm singing a line from you, that it's just like a little standard thing or just a like a line that I like. I shouldn't have to pay you for using that line. You don't own the English uh, language. Now, if I'm using four bars or a whole hook or something like that, I, I could see that. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, that's where I agree. 
Because I feel like you could get away with using somebody. But also, I feel like even that's situational. So if I'm if I made a song and I was like, I'm out from I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. I gotta pay, I gotta pay Nas. I think he would have I think he would have a case. I don't think so, bro. I think because um, I, I feel like it depends. It it it's real situational. Like if somebody was like, hey, go shorty, it's your birthday on a track. Do you think they should be able to pay 50? I think they should. I think 50 is due money for that. But 50 didn't make that up. People were saying that before 50. But when you think of that, who do you think of? And I think that's the issue, though. Like, we, he shouldn't be attributed, like, that he made up that phrase just because he's the most popular person that made, made that phrase. People were saying, go shorty, it's your birthday on the radio back in the day on the birthday line. Yeah, but, but who put it in? Who put it on a track? In, in, in a particular cadence. Go shorty, it's your birthday. I don't know if he made that cadence. You can't say, no, you can't really say that in any other way without using that particular cadence. Yeah. Go shorty, Try to say go shorty, it's your birthday, birthday without using that cadence. <laughs> it's, gonna sound, it's gonna sound crazy. Go shorty, it's your birthday. I don't, I might be mistaken, but I think people were saying it like that before he made that song. And I might be tripping, but I, I feel like people were saying that. They, they might have said it, but has anyone put it on a track? Nah, that's but... where it gets different. That's where it gets different because people say a whole bunch of shit, but once you put it on a track and you sell it, but think of, think of the wide ranging. Think about all the songs that's ever been created, bro. Anybody has a case then for coming up with some shit. I mean, it depends on. No, it can't be like that. We set a dangerous precedent. <laughs> But that's how it's kind of always been. You see all these people get sued, like, oh, he stole this from me. Like, st- stealing all the bigger, uh, all, they'll go after a bigger artist. Like, no, this was originally mine. And it's like, nigga, we ain't never heard your shit. Like, get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. P- people be on that. I don't know how often they win, but it, somebody got to be getting something for people to continue to try to get a bag this way. Yeah, I just like I said, I feel like it's um like you it gotta go case by case. Like obviously if you still in like eight bars like this, this Jay-Z one that uh C's dropped, like that's a lot of words that he stole from him. Yeah. I like it. like if it's a bar or something that like quick, I don't think anybody cares. But so Let's see, cause uh, like for Wayne, for example, on that "Crying Out for Me" remix, he stole—not I won't say stole—he borrowed that flow, delivery, everything. Am, right? Am I wrong? What are you talking about? Um. Oh no, you're. I think you're thinking about uh that song with Pleasure P. You talking about when he like took Aaliyah's whole shit? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. What wasn't that Pleasure P? It, it, it might have been that shirt. Uh, Rock Bottom? Yeah, I think it was yeah. that where he took yeah, that whole yeah. Aaliyah verse. Mm-hmm. That right there would be the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, and that, I guess, that's, that's ludicrous. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> Somebody got to get, get after you with that. I agree with y'all. It should definitely be case by case, 
But I think some cases you could you could argue for like one line. Yeah. But those are probably like very few. It gotta be a big ass hit. And I, I honestly I do feel like you have to use a good majority of a hook, of a bar, of a verse in order for that particular artist to get that to flag it and have a problem with it. Cause there, I guess there also is a way to go about it properly from Rod Wave side or anybody's side. If you need to, if you know what you're doing, you need to clear it or reach out, or if they don't care, you keep it pushing. But I, I feel like he has, or from what at least if I've seen, one too many instances of it almost being bar for bar. And not just being like a bar, but like significant portion of songs. Yeah. I mean, so in Rod Wave's, to Rod Wave's credit, he made a video after this whole thing happened, reached out and was like, hey, look, Boosie, you ain't got to sue me. I, you know, just give me an amount that's fair and I, I'll just pay you the bread. Um, So, I mean, he, he seemed to handle it correctly. I'm sure Kodak isn't on that same wave. I'm almost positive YG isn't on that wave. Um, Also, to dispute this, some of these songs that Boosie is like doing or disputing our mixtape songs should mixtape songs apply to this yes i don't know if in court i don't know if that's gonna hold up i was gonna say morally yes but it's probably not gonna hold up yeah i mean i guess if you if you want to go to court uh, it might get tricky but more i guess if i'm if i just because i if i wrote it and i put it out and it's been streamed. It's been it's people can pinpoint a sole beginning date back to me. I can't just let you get that off, get off, get that off like scot free. Because at that point now you disrespected me telling me oh, I was just a mixtape song. It don't count. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only I thing I guess I would say too that it depends on what type of mixtape song. If this is a mixtape song off and on an original beat then it's issues. If this is a mixtape song over somebody else's beat, I feel like that makes it a little bit trickier. Yeah, so the YG one is a perfect example. That's off a mixtape song. And he's saying that Who Do You Love is closely related to that. And I, I'll let y'all judge. It's Who Do You Love. It's Who Do You Love. It's Who Do You Love. PBS is in my neck. It's Who Do You Love. Real what do y'all think? <laughs> That's tough. It's it's tough. If if Boozy would have, uh, they do sound similar though. I can see how Boozy would think that YG got it from him. I don't know if that's the case, but it does sound similar. Yeah. It does, I, but also that might be one of the ones that I would be like, nah, like that's too. That the phrase is so basic, I don't know if I would be able to that's, be like. Yeah, I mean, you, that's you, what you. I'm saying. I'm saying a lot of these phrases are so uh, part of our vernacular that if I say it on a hook or if I say it on a track, it's going to sound similar because it's the same words. Like the only way I give it to you if it's like some shit like Drake did on that uh. Was it YG or Kamaya song? Probably when he both. he jacked that whole shit, or when oh, yeah. he, what Drake did on um uh the Memphis song. 
that uh Blockwood JB? Yeah. He legit jacked the whole verse from Project Pat. Yeah, that one that one's tricky, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean again, I think it's if it if it's like phrases or sayings, I think that's easier. But if it starts to look as if it's full lines, copy for copy, similar to how that Jay-Z song was, then it's it makes it hard for me to not side with the original artist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's interesting. So it's a good debate. Um I I'm for the creatives getting paid. But I, one, I think Boosie could have handled this differently. And I think that a lot of people, especially if you're paying uh, homage to Boosie, are willing to give you the money. Some aren't. So I'm not going to say all of them are. But some are. Like, especially if they fuck with Boosie, they're going to be like, oh, here you go, big bro. I, I didn't think he was going to trip over that. Um, Like, because it's been it's been instances where a lot of artists just pay homage to him. Like, this song inspired me, so I want to make something just like that. It's not jacking you intentionally so you don't get bread or uh, credit for it. It's just I was inspired by this music growing up, so I decided to make something similar. Yeah, but I feel like the best way to get around it is you got to play a form before you put it out. If if you know you felt inspired and you used whatever it is, if you can, you're going to have to at least give them a run at hearing what you put together before you release it and then don't acknowledge it. Because if you don't acknowledge it, the casual fans gonna think you just did it yourself. Then you get a situation like this. That's true. Well, I hope everybody is compensated for what they did. Um, you know, I don't want this type of shit happening, but it's interesting. It's definitely an interesting debate because I think Drake did get sued from uh I think it was rapping for Tay or whatever his name mm-hmm. was for uh jacking that shit. I don't know if Project Pat got him, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if he or he just paid Project Pat when he did the when he did the verse. So, uh, all right, man. What what we got next? Uh, Tiana Taylor and uh, Iman Shumpert are are getting a divorce. Um, Damn. Seems like this uh, ruined some some black people's vision boards as they were <laughs> couple goals. And if we've you some uh, some you uh, no don't do that you know you know that was a couple goals for some folks. If you got Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumper on your couple vision board, you need to be focusing on how to get off Section Eight versus what Tiana Tiana Taylor and uh, Iman Shumper are doing. Holy shit! <laughs> God damn! Uh, I feel you though. Like what the fuck are you spending so much time worrying about this? You ain't worried about shit you need to be worried about. It's crazy because I, I know they had the whole black family. They were successful. He seemed like he was always supporting her. They were for sure a couple goals to some people. And then we found out that um what he he apparently she she filed for the divorce. She tried to do it on their initials. She claimed um what was it? Mental abuse and infidelity. Apparently he came back around and filed it under the real Mental name. So the, the details would get out. <laughs> this nigga X Man. How the fuck he mentally abusing you? <laughs> no, come on, nah, just, come on, man. <laughs> this nigga Charles Xavier <laughs> in there with some fucking telekinesis. <laughs> oh man, I ain't gonna lie. From from some of the things I saw, I was like, man, niggas just gonna nig. Cause I, some of the things that were in there, I was like, yeah, I could see him doing that. Apparently yeah, I, he. No, I was gonna say I hate when uh people 
claim because in the what's the name she said that he was a narcissist and i feel like that's the go-to man that's the go-to yes. when y'all break up bro bro oh my god yeah you <laughs> narcissist is like one of those those trigger words where if you want i don't know this is gonna sound crazy if you want to be taken seriously don't use it. <laughs> That's like if you if you want to be heard, it's like oh he was such a narcissist, and it's like come on, what? Why are oh, we doing word. This? Like that can't <laughs> yeah, be the go-to. Yeah, yeah. Ain't that well, huh? <laughs> I cared about myself, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad though. What was you about to say? Um. So yeah, I mean, I guess she was saying that uh, she felt like she one intentionally had to like dim her light. Um, for her husband or for Iman to have like a, a harmonious and peaceful relationship. Um, what else? He he's, he didn't want her to do certain roles or certain take on certain jobs and then would then turn around and complain about she's not making any money and bringing any money into the house. <laughs> that that to me sounded believable. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I can definitely see him doing that shit though. Um, what else did they say that nigga was doing? They said he was doing some, like basically some insecure shit. Um, again, cheating, again, being a narcissist, convincing her to go 50 50 and then <laughs> telling her, <laughs> saying we got to go 50 50 and then telling her not to work and then complaining about she's not getting any money. That might be mental abuse. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mind game type shit. <laughs> and like, while that's not like the sickest behavior, it's like, nah, that's that's like baseline, like niggadum. There's like, uh, he might do it. He might have did it. Yeah, she seems to want us out of her business. Uh, she's been posting a lot on IG saying that I didn't put this out here for a reason, and um, uh, and shit like that. So, hey, I'm gonna leave it alone. Um, I don't wish their downfall. And when I said that thing earlier, I'm not saying that like they didn't have a, a good symbol of a relationship, but anybody I, I just don't like anybody to do the whole relationship goal thing because everybody got issues, everybody got problems, and there's never been like you look at the the most rich couples or the the couples that look like the most fun, they all got their little issues. Like you can't name one perfect couple that don't have a little scandal or don't have some issues going on. Especially if you gauging it through social media. When you can exactly. pick and choose what you about to upload. It's like any any regular person, you pick and choose what you upload and then you saying they goals and you don't really know kind of what's going on behind closed doors. Uh some other highlights, I guess, from what he did. Uh he would get upset when photographers would ask him to step out of the frames so they could take solo photos of him. Um, he was, he's accused of picking fights even on her birthday and sending negative text messages with condescending and manipulative languages about her fame. Hey, that's a go-to. I ain't mad at that one. That sound like a Drewski skit. <laughs> um, what else did he do? Apparently she would help him get jobs in Hollywood, but then he would continue to bicker with her. Like, all of this stuff, it doesn't sound truly absurd, but it does sound believable. She put this in the lawsuit? Mm-hmm. You know you got to give reasons on why you want to get divorced. I didn't know you had to put in these type of reasons. She she, she giving all the details. Yeah. Man. I, I, I was going to ask y'all, if, if you dated a girl that was uh, bisexual, 
Would you be upset if she slept with other? <laughs> I know this is gonna sound way off, off, uh, <laughs> off the rip, but like, would you be upset if she had sex with women uh, and not tell you? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would be livid too. Yeah, it's still I, another I, person. That didn't sound weird. No, 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 I would. I, I would be. I would be really upset. And I'm not saying that's what Tiana is doing, but I feel. I, I got. A, I got a feeling that she was. She was having a little too much fun on tour. I, I seen them. <laughs> Bro, that's that's an out of left field rumor <laughs> that we're not gonna start on this pod. Allegedly, no. I was just saying, man. That, yeah, them them lap dances are crazy. I remember, I remember watching a couple of those. I think I feel away. I think I would. Would you feel away about that? I, I I know she's a performer. That's her job. But like. Would you feel a way if you were dating her and and, and and she was doing that stuff to people on stage? Nah, that's her job, man. I think you with certain no, with certain people, like when you're dealing with a certain caliber of fine, you got to understand what comes with that. Like that, that's what I hate when niggas don't understand what comes with the fineness or the attractiveness that they girl got. Like that, that doesn't include giving lap dances to. Well, I I guess in some in some capacity it does. (laughs) Yeah, too. In some capacity it does. If you if you meet this person and you know that they're entertainer, honestly, there are no boundaries to entertain. Of course, you can have some, but doing something. Tiana Taylor has grown into a, I guess, a more sexual person as she continued to get older. Um. Because I guess if for your instance, I guess with this, would you be would you have felt some type of way for the fade video? No, I was up in that motherfucker. <laughs> she has she a song called Work That Pussy. What do you think she going to be doing at her concert when that song come on? Bro, you, but I don't know why lap dance has to be the a must. I don't know why this, why it has to be. I don't know. You have to expect it. Like, say she wasn't doing, if if I got with Tiana Taylor before she ever did lap dances on her show. Mm-hmm. And she started doing lap dances. Are you saying I don't have a right to be like, nah, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not feeling that? No, you do. You have a right to say it, but I mean... I don't know, bro. At, at a certain point, if you know she's not gonna cheat on you, like what? What's the what's the what's the issue here? It's entertainment. It's like her being in a movie having a sex scene. She's gonna be simulating sex. She's not actually gonna be fucking them. You have you have an issue with that? Mm, that's a little bit different. How is that different? She's literally naked with this nigga simulating sex. And also, you can put up boundaries for a lap dance. You can you can make that very palatable for you as the other person. If she if she were to come and say, "Yeah, I want to do this," mm-hmm. and you would say, "I'm not comfortable with you," if you want to go into the audience, you start pulling all these dudes out. Then she can take that pivot and be like, "All right, we're just gonna only pull women. I'll have security pull them. It'll be real. It's only gonna be X number of time at this one portion of the show, and then everything is gonna go on." That's not that no. disturbing. I'll and- be cool with that. It- um, before you answer, what mm-hmm. single niggas are coming to a Tiana Taylor? Single straight niggas are coming to a Tiana uh, Taylor show solo. 
The ones that think he's going to get a lap dance? No, but I'm not even worried about the niggas. I'm worried about the women. So you're mm. worried about her. What you mean? If you worry about the women, <laughs> you were just if, more so worried about her. I'm just saying, Tiana, she was pulling the baddest of women up there. She wasn't pulling like random audience members. She had like Sin Santana. She had fucking Ruby Rose up there. I'm be like, hold up. Well, what okay, are we doing? Wouldn't that make it even better? Because they, I guess, I was about to say, that's my dream. <laughs> How's that make it? I'm not there. <laughs> the fuck? I, I, want, I would like to be included. If you can include me in that, that's awesome. But if you just get to be out here fucking Ruby Rose, I'm a feel away. I mean, I mean if, it, yeah, if it goes that far, then for sure. You, you would feel away. Um, like, it's, oh. it's also crazy because you got to think about with this timing of everything. Like, she was probably ascending while. Iman Shumpert's professional career was hitting the trash. Uh, he's on the shot, right? Not <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. That's not, That's not hey, he went, Shout he out to the show, man. Player to, to the shot. It's like, it's... Damn. It's he got a pod with his brother, too, though. Shout out. The Shump brothers. Oh, damn. I even know he had a brother yeah. for but now all the things that were listed definitely sounded believable, especially for somebody who was transitioning in their life. I'm praying for comfort. Yeah, man, that's all you can do, man. Uh, I never like to see anybody's uh, what's the name go back, well, marriage go back. That's a tough transition, especially when you feel like a lot of people are rooting for y'all to make it. And I feel like that celebrity culture has has made it that way. And I think that's why Tiana has been embarrassed with the details coming out is because it's like, you know, when you got something going on or when you do something your parents don't want you to do, but you do it anyway, you can't go back to them and tell them that you failed or something went wrong. So you just try to play it off. It's one of those situations. Yeah, I think this also has to do with people's infatuation with just relationships. And always wanted to have something be some type of goals. Yeah, I feel like you need an example, you know? I mean, yes and no. Yes, where I guess you you want to strive towards something, but I guess it's also no, just because you don't really know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Like I said in the beginning, I, I don't think anybody has a, a great relationship. Like, if you ask me a relationship goals, I couldn't tell you one person. Um... Josh Giddy, man. We got a lot of legal shit going on in this. I think this is a pure legal pod, bro. <laughs> uh, Josh Giddy from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, point guard from Australia. Um, I think he is 21. He was accused of having sexual relations with a sophomore in high school. Uh, they cannot pinpoint the age right now as the investigation is ongoing. Um, he's still allowed to play for some reason, but um, yeah, it, it's an investigation ongoing after she posted a um, Instagram picture with him saying, I, I, I can't believe I just fucked Josh Giddy. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so um, we're waiting to clear this up to see, first of all, the age and all that. Um, but what, do y'all have any thoughts on this? Do y'all feel like he should be playing? What 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 are y'all feeling about this situation? He definitely shouldn't be playing. 
Um, I mean, as many people have pointed out, they have suspended people for less. They suspended Kyrie for a link. Um, it, it doesn't really make sense to why. I mean, I guess they're they're playing semantics with the whole what's the legal age in Oklahoma? It's sixteen. But mm. it's still kind of it's still na- like it's still morally wrong. And you would hope that an organization would be like, I mean, because they probably have kids with daughters the same age. Like, it's not something that you can just be like, oh, this is okay. This is this is tough. I'm sure it's not many baddies in Oklahoma City, but you didn't have to go find a 15 year old. First of all, uh, we, yeah. we got to say it's alleged. Cause yeah, somebody I, posting a, a a photo saying I just fucked Josh, Josh Giddy don't make it true. That and, and that's my thing. It's like I don't know how they can invest. So you think they should suspend him before they conclude the investigation? I think that's the safest option. Yeah, I don't know if he should be playing, but I don't think you can not pay him. Okay. Yeah, he okay. he shouldn't be on the court. Okay, okay, okay. I see what I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, cause I mean, then again, it just goes back to the to the like, are we waiting for the facts or are we? In this case, it's not really a believe all victims because it ain't. Well, I guess she's a a, a victim in in some instance. Um. But like, what side are we waiting on here? Because we don't have any like concrete evidence that this happened. Um, aside from a, like I said, a photo saying I just fucked Josh Kitty. Mm-hmm. Oh, they also were like videos of him sending. I don't know videos of him talking to her brother or something like that. It, it was like some weird things. It's he sh- he just shouldn't be playing. They, this is something mm-hmm. that they have to put him to the side, put him on the bench, pay him whatever to get to the bottom up. Because it can't come out later that they just kind of overlooked this, especially with like the wave of how the league has been moving in the suspensions that they've been giving out. Like I, I mean, I get it. Draymond had a reputation, but all he did was put somebody in a headlock. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You can't. Yeah, you can't just ignore something as severe, I guess, potentially as this. So is the NBA the only ones investigating this? Is like anybody like Not legally? Know. Yeah, like Oklahoma PD or some shit. <laughs> or is it just the NBA? Because <laughs> because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to un- understand what happens. All right, say they do confirm. Ah right, yeah, this girl's 15 and they did have sex. What next? I think that's going to be the hardest thing to prove because I'm sure the girl didn't think she was going to get bro in trouble. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like but one of those, he forced me and it, one of those type things, which I don't like, trust me, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's okay either, either way. But I think that's the hardest thing to prove in this case, because if she actually fuck with bro or Josh Giddy, then She's gonna try to protect him at some point and be like, "Nah, I was just, I was just playing around." Yeah, I just, we, no, we never had sex. And then what can the NBA do? Can't force to have a 
I don't know a test or anything. Yeah, it's no test for that unless she's pregnant. So I don't understand where this goes, to be honest. Or unless he like sent it, like inappropriate texts. Which is that? Uh, oh. And again, it's not really on her. It's on him more than anything. You can't you can't have the Australian Carl Malone running around the league. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. It is uh, him being 21. That's crazy. Like even even if this didn't happen recently, like none of the ages that you that you may put on it make it sound better. Okay, if it didn't happen, he he was 21 and she was 15. If he was 20 and she was 14, it still sound crazy. I was I I can't lie when it first happened, I looked up the age because I thought it was like a I thought he was like 19 cuz I know he he's super young, so I thought was, he was like 19, she was like 17 or something like that. I was like that happened all the time. I'm not saying it's right, but that happens like it was plenty of 17-year-olds uh seniors in high school when we was growing up. They dated niggas that just graduated or graduated a few years a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel it's a it's a gray area. Cause I mean they could have been dating before they left high school, or it's like right in that two to three eight year age range that mm, I don't know. I wouldn't be happy if my daughter was doing that, but some people just gonna do what they gonna do. Uh, but it it doesn't seem like this is the case. It seems like he is twenty or twenty one around that that range like he just turned 21 and shorty is a sophomore allegedly which is 15 16 at the most maybe 17 if she flunked the grade (laughs) and there's there's no way anybody could have known about this i think that also makes that's going to play into everything that goes on who knew because there's is there any way that anybody on the on the thunder organization was aware of this because I mean, I guess let, let's let's be real. You're in a locker room. You're gonna have conversations potentially about who you with, who you seen, all this type of thing. There's no way you at 21, it's like yeah, I'm about to go pull up on this chick, and it's like, oh, where's she at? It's like, oh, um, steak and shake. Nah, what what is it? Uh, Tomahawk High School type shit. <laughs> all right, let's not put racist high school names. Oh, imaginary <laughs> high school. <laughs> Tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning into Tomahawk the- red faces. <laughs> I'm leaning oh, to the Native shit. American history of the Oklahoma City Thunder. You can see it in New Jersey. Tomahawk is crazy. <laughs> they have a dare campaign that she Then I'm going to go to the casino afterwards. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Yeah, I I, I don't know. It, this it is one of those things though, because I think he I saw he lost forty million of endorsement already for this cereal company in Australia. Yeah, it's potentially. Um, um I think they waiting on the uh, facts too. So, um, like I said, this could be a hard thing to prove, and I, that's not a good thing. But. Um, I hope he did not do this, but if he did do this, like I, I don't have no sympathy for him. He shouldn't be 21 having sex with 15 year olds. That's crazy. And I guess this is what I consider also. Is this some things you don't necessarily have to prove, be able to prove, yeah? 
Because I, I would imagine that if you're in an organization where one, you're going to have women employees, two, you're going to have owners, uh, general managers who are also in the organization who probably have children around the same age, is going to, especially in, t- in the entirety of the, the league, wouldn't it be difficult for you to potentially find a new place to play because of just the dis- people's disgust of you even... Even if that's not the case, you shouldn't be around pretty much a 15 year old unless you like know them in some non-romantic way. Even that stigma or that on his jacket could make it difficult for him to. I don't don't know, pick up and reside. Yeah, I. I feel I always feel with allegations and stuff like that. Like, yes, there have been false allegations on people before. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. But certain shit, I feel like, doesn't come back on you if it's not an inkling of truth to. Like, sometimes, I don't think anybody's putting child molestation or child, you having sex with children allegations on you if it's not something there. But you also have to think the person is doing this is a child and they do silly shit sometimes. That's what I was going to say. That's the only tricky part about that. I mean, is it tricky? Because then you got to ask them, what's, how do y'all have a relationship? I mean, they could not have a relationship. She could just be in, trying to be funny. Um. Well, I mean, I have seen multiple media clips or stills or photos of them in multiple places with multiple things. So it's not just like, like, uh, it's not, it's not like at a meet and greet and it's just like, oh, I just fucked Josh Giddy. Like nobody's in there, but like, no, that didn't happen. It seemed like they had some type of rapport. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think helps the case. Yeah, I mean, if that happened, I'm 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 not hip on those facts. Like I I've seen the little I just had sex with John Get uh, Josh Giddy, and I've seen like other little things that it's like okay, if that's true, that's that's wild as hell. Like he he's a sicko, but um, I haven't seen anything as of yet that's like yeah, that nigga guilty as fuck. Like he did that shit. So, I don't know. Makes him a loser, though. Yeah, we got we got to be real about that. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think it's talked about enough. I know it's it's kind of normal, like you were talking about before, like like in that high school college time where it's like an older dude may come talk to like a younger chick. But even in like high school or even in like college, if you got like a senior trying to talk to like a freshman or that type of activity, like that's that's somewhat loser activity because it's like, wow, you can't get nobody in your own grade. I won't, I won't uh, disagree with that. But I know plenty of seniors that was dating like sophomores or juniors. And I mean, a junior, I guess is fine. Well, if you, when you're in the mix, you just look at it like, damn, this is a nigga with an Impala who can, who can bag the baddie. Like you just start hating, but it's like when you get outside of it, it's like mm, you don't really need to be doing that. Like, which I really got in common. Yeah, especially in college. In college is when it gets like even more predatory. I mean, then you, it's just an issue of nuance, though. Like, because a lot of us look at our parents, and some of our parents are one or two years apart, but some of our parents are five years, six years apart, or ten years apart. Like, and. Then I mean, then we have to do the nuance game. Like back in the day, they would have been 
damn near in high school and middle school or high school or elementary. Like, so then you got to start using the numbers, but because it's in a certain time frame, it's looked at as weird. And that's why I said if Buddy was 19 and she was like 17 or something like that, I, I'm like, all right, well, that happens. But 21 and 15 is crazy. Anything with 15, 16, 17, and this nigga's in his 20s or something like that, it's crazy. Honestly, but they both in their teens or something like that. Uh, I guess whatever. Yeah, no, that's slightly different. It's it, it gets a little looser when they're both in teens or like closer into the age range. But like you were saying, like with people's parents who are ten years older, I, honestly, they need to bring back some shame. If, if, right. if your if your dad sees him to piss off your, the parents, man. If, if your dad was thirty two and your mom was twenty two, uh, when you start playing a numbers game, it's like that's a little that's a little nasty. Granted, you are outside; you're in a more acceptable age range because again, we all know like that cutoff for when that widened gap of age, it doesn't really get acceptable until what twenty mid twenties probably. I mean that's for us though, bro. Uh, yeah, people's different. Like we can't push our standards on everybody. Like it's countries where that's just how it is. Like you, they marry older niggas. All right. If all right, say say um say I Spice just pulls up on you. She's feeling you. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I, a part it's of me happening. feels like that would, and I think part of that I'm factoring is is the annoyance levels. When you have those those wider age ranges, those younger ages do get more annoying quicker. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at famous 21 year olds, and I can't find any okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, Josh Giddy is in his list. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Wait, no, how how old is Ice? Uh, like uh actually, it's one that uh, no. shorty from LSU. That uh, that gymnast chick. She she decent. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, Olivia Dunn or Dunn. whatever her name is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ice Spice is twenty three. She's twenty three. Damn. All right, I might change my answer now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I say 22, 23, around there. Billie Eilish, 21. I didn't say that to sway anybody. How? I just saying she's 21. How is she 21? That's crazy. Yeah, it seems like she's been out for a good minute. Hey, man, I'm All just right. telling you what the site told me. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, I I don't want to stay on this creepy topic for too long. But yeah, yeah that's, no, no, that's yeah, about no. that's about all I got on that one. <laughs> um, speaking about young tenders, um, Tyler, uh, you want to explain this Tyler story? Uh, cease. Uh, no, you you targeting the twenty one year olds? You like a like a SEO ad? I see you. <laughs> How old is Tyler? By um, yeah, 21. that's what I want to know. Oh, wow. I didn't know she was that young. Yeah. Uh, mm. So 21. Oh, 21. <laughs> um, she made it clear that she doesn't identify as black, but she identifies as colored. Uh, mm. I wouldn't introduce the story like that. 
because she didn't she didn't say like I'm not black, I'm colored. She just introduced herself <laughs> at, like she said in South Africa, growing up in a colored household. Wait, what do you consider a colored household? In South Africa, they call that's what they call it. They don't call it. They don't have like a black and white thing. They just they you know they back in the day like they oh, yeah yeah they they just say colored. And I, is this more of a? I guess the difference between kind of what she got going on. I didn't want, I didn't know she was South African. Yeah, she's South African. So that's interesting. But is that just like a, 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 a cultural thing? Or what would be the best definition of, of trying to figure out how, why she would do that? Yeah, I think the South African culture is uh, antiquated because, I mean, you got to think apartheid was, when did apartheid end? Like in the, I don't want to say something wrong. But it was way later than when we we was you know getting our civil rights and stuff like that. Hold on. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know if I have an issue with this. Did, did people not like the fact that she wouldn't say she's black? I think it was more so the use of the word colored. Yeah, it was just jarring. Mm, yeah. yeah, apartheid ended in 1994, so. As you as you can tell, like they didn't come up, t- they still sl- behind us a lot in as far as like race terminology or race equality and shit like that. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I I had to shoot her some bell on that one. Yeah, if she wants to be colored, go ahead. Uh, would you? Are you gonna shoot King some bell? Man, that nigga need Jesus. Uh, T.I. Son, uh, they had the Hip Hop 50 at Atlanta, uh, at the Atlanta Falcons game this this week, which seemed pretty cool. They had like a whole bunch of rappers there. I saw, I saw Luda was there. Um, Can't be dropped from the ceiling. Yeah, Rich Homie Quan, CeeLo, T.I., Young Nudy. Rich Homie was invited. Yeah, I mean they had a whole bunch of uh, Atlanta. Artists. Yeah, they had Pee Wee Longway. They had they had a, a spectrum of what? Oh. Yeah, I like that. I like that, man. No, it it looked it looked fine. I wish they would. They didn't all perform, but it looked it looked lit. Yeah, so they had them all there, and uh, Ti was there with his family in the suite, and him and his uh, I don't know if that's the youngest son, but him and his son King um, got into a little tussle, which I'm sure everybody is familiar with. Everybody I feel like didn't got into a tussle with their pops, um, but this tussle was interesting because. Of how it started, I guess King was upset that his parents were saying that he grew up with a silver spoon, and then started saying that like his friends grew up with like roaches around their mouths and stuff, like growing, waking up with roaches around their mouths, and he lived with his grandma where people were really struggling, and he didn't grow up, you know, privileged pretty much, and so then you know they making jokes on him, talk, telling him to shut up and stuff like that, and then his mom getting his face. Allegedly, he he pushed his mom, which causes T.I. to hem him up and tell him he can't do nothing with him. <laughs> you can't do nothing with me, man. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, uh, I don't know, man. What I guess where are we going with this? Like, why do people feel like they have to grow up in poverty to be respected? Okay, so... That's not what I took. I took something different from because I feel like he mentioned, I think also he, he had a funny Marco interview and he also mentioned that he didn't grow up, I guess, nor so 
behind in that gated community on, on the family hustle. He said mm-hmm. he spent most of his time with his grandma and he would only go over there for like shooting and then we'll go right back. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he was more so fighting for the sense of I, I'm not from this gated community. Like I'm really out here, um, which I, I guess could be true. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be true. And I don't honestly, I don't know if it's more so a fight for to be from there or it's more so him disassociating, it may be the wrong word, but highlighting that his parents weren't, they're portraying he had an upbringing that he would not claim that he had based off what he went through. Yeah, based off the conversation that I heard, even in the suite, it seems like he wanted to go to his grandma's house. Like what even when he was saying, like when they were arguing, they were like, Man, you 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 begged to go over there. Like that that's what you wanted to do. And I think that's where my question is coming from. It seemed like he always kind of rebelled against being rich or privileged or whatever it was. Because I mean, he T.I. and them got other kids and none of them really claimed like, oh, I grew up in the hood and all that other stuff. It just always seemed like this dude and this dude always kind of seemed to wild out and stuff like that. And I bring up that question because Hitmaker said he was doing the same thing. I didn't know Hitmakers, both of his parents were millionaires. He said he never had any McDonald's, a hot dog, a grilled cheese, none of that, like, you know, quote unquote struggle meals. And to this day, like he still never had it before because he grew up rich. But when he was young, he tried to act like he was in the streets and shit. And so that's why I asked the question, why do some people feel like you got to be from the hood to have like respect or you got to have like some type of struggle to get respect? I feel like it depends on who you gravitate towards. Like, I feel like he gravitates more to people who may be a part of that life. And those are the people that he hangs with. And those are, you know, his friends and I feel like if you grow, if if you're around a different type of people, you don't look at it that way. But since he's, you know, he he likes the lifestyle and 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 maybe he looks up to his dad too. And he's like, you know, he knows his dad came from somewhere. Maybe he's on his Tut Tarantino shit. You know what I'm saying? He wants to <laughs> he wants to live his dad's life. Uh, but I, I I think it's just like the people that you're around. Like if, if you're around people that are like you, uh, that that grew up kind of the same way you did, I don't think you look at it like you need to be from the streets or from the hood or something like that. It seems like he has problems with them that they aren't addressing or aren't acknowledging, which I think is also kind of common for, for kids. If again, you have two different perceptions of kind of how what's going on. Um in two different realities. And it seems like they just overall have issues. I mean, even for him to, I think, say I had to, I wasn't always with my parents. I had to go, I was there for the shooting and then going back to my grandma's house is like, I think any kid, I guess, would want to be able to consistently spend time with their parents, but to kind of get shit back and forth, I think would naturally create some sort of resentment there and resentment that the parents may not understand. Yeah, and we still got to remember this is T.I. Like, my dad is trying to become a stand-up comedian at 43. Like, <laughs> we got to 
question everything about this parenting style here. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. So, uh, I don't know. I hope everything works itself out with that. King seems to be going through a lot of issues. Um, he releases songs about his grandma. And um, he sent a threat to Hitmaker once he caught wind of his comment. And he had the business plan in the background. I didn't like that at all. I thought it was very nasty. Uh, <laughs> what the? He has a business plan. <laughs> but, hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, moving uh, on. It's going to be random. Sorry. Oh, uh, that girl from, from the business, she just got pregnant by some dude, and I can't remember which rapper. Who the fuck is she? Oh, you remember uh, Kasha? Yeah, Kasha. Yeah. She was messing with the dream for a minute. Well, she was signed to one, I think. Damn. I can't... Uh, yeah, because she was on that one... Um, what was it? 1977, I think it was, Project? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. just got pregnant by some random rapper. Oh, damn. She kind of bad. No, you know, yeah. She, she was bad in the in the business video. Yeah. Man, that was years ago. I don't remember her. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, she was solid. No, shout out to Kasha. I'm about to do my research. <laughs> my little Reese voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, what was the, I was about to? Oh, how important is digital footprint to y'all in dating? Like doing like researching what your significant other or your potential girlfriend boyfriend is uh. Tweeting slash posting. Ooh. I would For... say it don't really matter that much. Are we talking present or past tense? Past tense, like your footprint, like what you posted uh, in the past. It depends. For me, for me, I don't think it matters that much. I don't think I really care about that. Mm, I ain't gonna lie, it matters a little bit. If if I find out you were like a like a Nicki Minaj stan account. There are certain things it's like, all right, no, you did too much. <laughs> so so that's going to take away from how you feel now. Potentially. Mm. All right, I got a couple of examples. Just, I, I just thought of a few examples. Um, mm. Just watch the R. Kelly tape for the seventh time. Is that affecting how you <laughs> feel about your girl now? Or is, is you letting her live? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, it's gonna be a problem because you gotta know yourself. Cause if you do that and I see that, that's something that's gonna come up when people drink it. And I'm gonna be the one to bring it up. <laughs> she watched the R. Kelly tape seven times. <laughs> and it's gonna get brought up at the most random moment. I'm like, yo, pass me that chaser? Dog. And you gonna make me use the bathroom. Hey, Shorty watched the tape seven times. Like, <laughs> So yeah, it's kind of important. That's oh, I'm I'm still I'm still cool. I'm I'm gonna say you grown from that. <laughs> I'm gonna say you grown for that because because you got the oh uh, I'm not I'm not saying I ain't saying nothing else. I'm gonna just say they grew. What if she getting off some crazy dark skin hate? I'm. I, 
Yeah, it was gonna say it sound bad if I said I'm cool with that. <laughs> that's but that's back. That's back then, man. I I would assume that she learned. If if she's hating if she's hating dark skins now, I'll be like, yo, nah, that's not happening. But if that's old stuff, nah, I ain't tripping. All right, how many? How so? If if she was still spewing the hate now, what would you respond when you? How would you respond when you heard it? That's almost a zero percent chance. I'm I'm being with somebody that's gonna get off some dark skin hate. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, that's 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 something I wouldn't even say nothing. I would just never talk to them again if they was getting that shit off. I'd just be like, nah, this is I'm good. Yeah, from the people I messed with before, I can't really see anybody I'd ever date to be on that type of shit. I think that's the thing you never can see is coming. <laughs> I'm blinded by that shit. <laughs> oh shit, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> no, nah, but no, nah, I, I, I couldn't go for that. You you couldn't go if they said it like 10 years ago? Uh, Depending on how violent it is. Like if it's like on some I'm, I'm trying to be a fake comedian type shit or <laughs> doing like a trending topic type shit. Hey, all right. Uh, everybody makes some stupid ass jokes. Like I, I'll go back in my tweets from back in the day and it's probably some dumb ass jokes. But if it's like on some serious hate type shit, like I'll never be with a uh, dark skin such and such or some shit like that. I'll be like, nah, I'm good. That shows something. That's something intrinsic that I don't think you lose. Would you give them an opportunity to, I wouldn't even say explain, but to provide kind of an updated point of view or a, a viewpoint on kind of where they are mentally about everything. I pr- yeah, I think I would have to. I think, like y'all said, you can grow out of it, but I would definitely side eye you. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, if you say shit like that, that's, I don't think that you lose that, that type of shit. You just learn to suppress it. And call it a preference or something like that. You learn to dress it up. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I, I feel like people can grow from that. Uh, like if she was like, um, I just saw a, uh, I just saw a nigga stealing some pickles out of Walgreens. Typical dark skin behavior. Some shit like that. Like you forgiving that? I I'd forgive that. I, I I would definitely ask her how she feels about that now, but I think I can forgive that. That's crazy. I feel, yeah, I feel like that's immature. If because a lot of times that can just be immature thinking. Yeah. And then you're like, man, what if I, I know this is gonna sound nuts? Like, what if she just I don't know met more dark skinned people along the way, and they became some of her best friends? <laughs> she they just put her up on game. <laughs> And this this is the test that this is the test that you would have to run. If she said no, nah, but I meant uh, if she's now more friends with dark skin people, this sounds crazy to say aloud. You would have to run past the old tweets and have them all sit down and go, like, how do you feel about this? <laughs> okay, that's fam. What type of time are you on, man? <laughs> let, let her live. If they cool with it, I'm that's cool what... with it. If they got issues, and I gotta look at you different. Uh... All right, Peter, how do you feel about this one? <laughs> so, I, I, I gotta give the benefit of the doubt 
that's okay i think that's just always an important question to ask because i mean just like anything like jobs look at your digital footprint i wonder i mean if you're dating somebody do you have to take that into consideration i mean yes to some regard but i feel like it's more interracial issues not just ignorance just pure ignorance i mean you said you would be upset if she was like a harajuku barbie well, I mean, <laughs> there are things that I would not like, but I'd like to truly be disturbed. Uh, I think some things can be more conversation. I mean, more so if you have like an interracial relationship and you got this, your partner spewing off some hate speech, it's going to oh. be a bigger issue. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. <sighs> then if then if you got an old tweet of, you know, this girl you're dating saying, it's a lot of ashy niggas have been this ec- economics one on one class. Ah, that's that's, to- that's mild. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I've said that before. <laughs> so if, if so if, if if but if a white man said it and you were a black woman, then it's like, all right, how much leeway are we really giving here? All right, yeah, Damn, you know not true. to say that. Yeah, that's real. Damn. I mean, but at, at that point, as a white person, you know not to say that. What? Yeah. It's a lot of ashy niggas in this economics class. You get your ass whooped. (laughs) (laughs) It's or they could even try to get clever with it. It's a lot of folks that like some worn out black forces in here. (laughs) Getting clever. Okay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. All right, Gary Owens. Even (laughs) (laughs) with a comedy last time. (laughs) Holy shit! Yeah, white person. I'd be cool. Uh, I yeah. Uh, any any final thoughts on that before we uh get into the next one? Clear your footprint if you can. For sure. Uh, don't know, man. Um, I'll let you get your 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 hate off, man. Um, what what's going on with Scott Foster, man? All right, so Scott uh Foster, he's been a bitch for at least <laughs> over twenty years. But. <laughs> This dude, I guess, uh, what was it? Warriors versus Suns? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he gave uh, my man Chris Paul, he gave him two technicals. I guess they was having a conversation about a call. You know, he didn't like what Chris was saying. Tossed that nigga out. They have a history, man. Isn't it like he's, how many games has Chris won when he's refed? I think he, three. I think he broke three mm-hmm. out of like how 17. many? Y'all clearly see what's going on. He he said in a press conference, it was something to do with his son. He had a meeting with Scott Foster, his dad, Doc Rivers. It was a wild meeting. (laughs) I think Chris's dad. (laughs) Like he had a meeting with all of them about something he did. I don't know what he did, but it seems incredibly personal personal. He's a bitch. And Scott Foster, honestly, he really shouldn't be allowed to ref in, Mm. in the league. I'm not going to say ref the league because they say the good thing that they like about Scott Foster is why he's all, all like the primetime games is because he's not afraid to um, give like the popular players like tease or call call calls on popular players or whatever, whatever that case may be. Y'all know I hate Chris Paul, so I, I'm cool with him getting kicked out of anything, but I, I also will say fair is fair and to have somebody thrown off thrown out on bullshit like that is crazy and I do believe that 
So Scott Foster should not be reffing any of uh, Chris Paul games. Because at this point, it's getting crazy. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck did he... I need to know what, what he did. I know Chris don't owe that to us, but what could have happened that involved his son with a ref? Mm. I feel like niggas always try to bring their kids into something to justify them acting crazy. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Come on, man. I, listen, he, he really could have said something, but anytime something goes wrong, niggas buck up. Well, man, he said something about my kids. Man, you don't get the hell out of here. <laughs> I do, but you You're not wrong though the, the league should not be allowing them To continue to, The league shouldn't be allowing him To continue to uh, To ref his games they, There should not be overlap Especially if you have some sort of Noted incident That is continuing to take place That doesn't make sense Um I, I don't know what he could have said. I'm interested to know for them to kind of have this long-standing vendetta. It clearly can't be that much beef because they ain't really fought for real. <laughs> yeah. I ain't expecting Chris to box this nigga on the court. <laughs> <laughs> they almost came close to it this way. <laughs> this time because Chris was going off. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you a bitch. I was like, damn. Okay. But I mean, the, the most jarring thing to me, which really put me on this, like he probably n- doesn't need to ref any of Chris Paul games, is that Chris Paul's team was favored in 15 of these 17 games that he was refing. And for you to only win three, that's crazy. Bro, it's clear bullshit, man. Adam Silver, come on, bro. Look into this, please. Yeah, he got to do something with that. Um Oh, um, yeah, there was a report that came out that said millennials said they need $525,000 a year to be happy. Is that accurate to y'all or? That's 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 high. I don't even know if I could. You be you be happy with less. I I don't think it's necessarily the money. I could I could be happy with the money I'm making now, but just no work. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, like. For me, I would need a lump sum. <laughs> like, if you gave me a lump sum of ten million, I would, I, I would definitely be happy. Ten, fifteen mil, I'm good. So, if you got two hundred thousand dollars more to just do your same job now, you wouldn't feel happier. No, <clears throat> I feel more comfortable, but I still have to work every day. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Money I, to I me. Would... Go ahead, my bad. No, no, no uh, I was gonna like it's. It, it would, I would feel a little bit better. I I don't know if I'll be happy though. Yeah, money to me never made me more happy. It made me more comfortable, which Least like happy. eliminated more stress. I think uh, I say this: it eliminated stress or it lowered my stress level, but I don't think it ever made me happy. Doing the things I want to do makes me happy. What if you could do, but you could do more of that with the more money. Mm. Like you were talking about vinyls earlier. Like you could, I don't know, unearth the dead stock Rick James vinyl. <laughs> I that would never do that. <laughs> dead stock. Dead stock Rick James. <laughs> uh, no, I. it's not a really about uh, material goods either. I just like, 
I don't know. Being around people, being around my friends and stuff like that makes me happy. And the fact that I have to go to work and shit, I think work is the main source of unhappiness for me. Because this is like I'm forced to do this shit every day, five days a week for the rest of my life. Damn near until I get 70 where I can't really move around and shit like that. And just the thought of that pisses me off. Um... Outside of that, like living and stuff like that, I really enjoy things like watching a good documentary or uh, listening to good music or hanging with friends. That's a lot of things outside of work that make me very happy. Um, would you consider moving to a different another country if it, you knew they had different outlook on work and kind of the work life balance? No. I would. Hell yeah. It's a, it's always a good thought, but the amenities in America are just too fire. Like I've been to other countries and it's a struggle. I mean, like Europe. I haven't. Europe's been fire, bro. Yeah, I haven't been to Europe. No, Europe. I would I would live there easily, easily. That would probably be one the day. only one. Yeah, I feel like there's some accelerated racism out there. <laughs> <laughs> like something straight from the source racism. You just gotta hey, find man, that digital they, footprint. They did start it. Yeah, they started they that shit it. for sure. Sorry. Um, well, apparently Blue Ivy, um, she saw the internet's criticisms of her at the beginning of this Renaissance tour about her her stiff dance moves. Um, and luckily, I guess she committed to doubling down and improving. Apparently, she was just supposed to be like a one-off. Um but seeing the feedback, it, it led her to want to, I guess, practice a little bit more and be a part of the the, the sets more frequently. So I guess that's why uh, she was a part of that as well. So, I mean, I guess it's a good story of perseverance. Yeah, man, not, I don't let these haters And also, it shows bu- internet bullying works sometimes. All right, we're not bullying no child, bro. Well, were people really saying she was trash? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't imagine nobody saying that. Yeah, trash, trash, no, but they they had criticisms and critiques. I guess I would say <laughs> people is crazy. Out here. I yeah. mean, <laughs> if you get up there, are you? Can you not be critiqued? She's fam, she's eleven. If she's Beyonce's daughter, like, <laughs> I say, she's like young as hell. Hey, remember that? Remember that, one, to do shit. remember that one little white girl from the Miss Yellia videos? Yeah, she ain't, she stood on business. She's professional she dancer though. Hey, <laughs> if you don't, hey, you that's what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta iron, sharpen your iron. But you know, I'm glad to see that it didn't break her and she used it as motivation. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just sad that she had to see that shit. But if it's on the internet, you're gonna see it. So yeah, uh, that was in her Renaissance movie that's coming out in a few weeks. Shout out to Beyonce. You going to see it? I would never. Absolutely not. I figured you would like camp out a little bit. You make a thing of camp out. Come on now. I love Beyonce. I feel feel like you. No. Are you saying that for your safety or because you mean it? No, I actually do love Beyonce. Now, this album, I do not love, but Beyonce, just in general, she's a legend. One of the ghosts of this industry. Fuck with it heavy. And I like mine. Like mine is one of those songs I play every week, just to get my equilibrium right. Uh, 
that's it. Um, we got the we only had like one album come out this week. It's a Kamaya album. Um, what y'all feel about that? I didn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. This was it. This this, Damn, was, this, really? this was this was I, I, I this was it. This was fire. I'm not gonna lie to you. I fuck with this heavy. I I was thoroughly impressed. My ex just from like rapping across the board, from songs to the feel to the flow, it definitely picked up off of uh what was it, a good night in the ghetto? Mm-hmm. This she did everything she does best on this on this album. Yeah, I I'm kind of in the middle on it because like it's not bad at all. Um, and there's definitely some songs that I fuck with, but to me it felt more. And that's that's the problem with sequel albums is like sometimes you can compare them and you want them to be exactly like the the last one. Um, but to me, she gave us more of her complete self in the last project. This one was more just about partying and you know getting on women or men or whoever she was trying to fuck at the time. Um, and yeah, that that it just felt more empty to me. Like the last one, she gave us like no matter if you happy songs, you trying to turn up songs, songs about like her niggas didn't died and shit like that, like. So that would be the only criticism. I thought it was pretty decent, though. Like it, it was pretty high. So um, I'm trying to think of a standout that I had, but I can't think of one. It was like uh, I'm a cup or some shit. Something she was talking about drinking. Um, take a sip. Take a sip. Yeah, that that's probably my favorite one on here. I, I fuck with that double uh, XL Letterman. Um. That that stretch of double XL Letterman to Heat Warning to No Pate, I got really kind of fuck with, and that extra love. Yeah, so like I said, it it wasn't bad at all. It was it was very decent. Um, I just I hate when people do the sequels because now I have to I have no choice but to compare it to the first A Good Night in the Ghetto, and that's damn near one of the best debut projects of all time. What's this? What's this technically a sequel? Sequel. Mm, I think she put it in the same vein. What was it called? Um, another summer night. Yeah, I think, I think. she she playing off the good night. Yeah. Like it's not a, a a good night in the ghetto too, but it's like a hey y'all, I want y'all to put this as a second one to that that series. Yeah. I mean, I guess in from the from for me the sound and the flow, it fits a good summer night. I would imagine. What, what do you mean? Um, like you were saying, it was more like a partyish. I guess you would say more up tempo, mm-hmm. more turn up. If that's if the title was another summer night, I guess those are kind of the same feels. I think you would get if this was like a summer al- album anthem. Okay, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I just think from the title, I I'm I kind of related it more as a sequel than a. A standalone, but I may be wrong. Maybe it's just a standalone. What she's just saying, it's another summer night, just like on some general shit. So, um, that's it. Uh, unless y'all got some singles or anything else y'all want to talk about before we get into shout outs. 
<laughs> Y'all ain't listen to Blockbuster? Blockbuster? Oh, hell no. That Buster Rhymes? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I listened to a little bit of it. I, I, I like what he did with the uh, cover art and shit. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to check it out. Uh, I didn't end up finishing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to some of it, but I was like, what is the point? Because the main goal that I would have is I'm just trying not to hate, but I'm in the hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was nothing that drew me in, honestly. Oh, okay. I'm going I'm to end up checking it out at some point, but I just definitely didn't have time this weekend to do it. Uh, anything else? Anything coming up that we're looking forward to? No, don't think so. Nikki got an album coming out in a few weeks. Oh yeah, Nikki. I ain't really looking forward to that. Yeah. Just one like of those. Else is coming. Let me see where you at type type joints. <laughs> so we're gonna see. Yeah. I think Kid Cudi got one coming. Um, in a couple weeks or so. I want to say. <laughs> Yo, they've been saying uh, Keith is gonna drop Almighty Soul for the past three years. <laughs> that has been showing up as a new release on Apple Music for six months. <laughs> they say in December fifteenth. Let's see, man. That didn't keep pushing back today, man. But those two songs that he released for that shit, them shit's hard. I, yeah, I, I checked them out. I'm, I'm gonna see what they about. Yeah, when he was talking on that Tony uh, Montana flow, when he was talking, uh, trying to use that Latino uh, accent, Sosa. <laughs> I was like, bro, what's going on here, bro? <laughs> but that shit hard, though. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Y'all ready to get shout outs? Let's do it. Yep. All right. Uh, don't know what you got, bro. Uh, I'm going to shout out Barry Sanders, man. I checked out his doc uh, on Amazon Prime. That shit was pretty good. I yeah, liked it, it, man. Yeah, I I didn't know his dad was like the Levar Ball back then. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was a talking ass nigga, man. Hey, you know what was crazy? I watched it. I watched it too. It was it was decent. Definitely helped me get some insight on him. His dad was like always on the sideline. And I don't know why. And his dad was a hater, but like in a good <laughs> yeah. way. He yeah. told him he was like, "Oh man, you 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 a top three running back of all time. You know who the first two are? Jim Brown and myself." No, never include yourself. Fair. He stayed with that shit. Even uh, when he retired, he stayed with that shit. He was not playing. But it, it and was, he didn't play dope. professional football. Hey, man. <laughs> he had to give it up for Barry, man. It is what yeah, it is. That, that, it, it was solid. I fuck with it. And it was, I just didn't know how low key he was. Like, he really didn't give a fuck about none of that shit <laughs> except football. Yeah, he got up out of there quickly. I'm done. Detroit. <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> uh, let's see what you got. Uh, I guess I'm going to start with keeping it in Michigan. Uh, shout out to Kyle Kuzma. He apparently donated 60K in women's clothing um, to female inmates or women who are about to re-enter society um, in Flint, Michigan, his hometown. So... I'm sure that's going to go a long way to help them get resituated as they try to transition into their new lives. Um, so I always got to kind of send some shout out to that. Uh, Jason Weaver, uh, I just can't wait to be king. Just hit two million record sales. Damn. So Salute. You know, it's crazy. It took this long. He went gold in 2017 and platinum in 2022. So and Damn. it dropped in 94. So I don't know why it took so long. 
Am I tripping? But he gets royalties off that, right? Didn't he yeah. like do something? Mm-hmm. His, yeah, his mom really has turned down a million yeah. dollars for. They want to give him two mil, and instead he took a hundred k in lifetime royalties. So Dang. definitely clocking a bag, yeah. Um, and then final shout out, man. Shout out to Joe, uh, Fat Joe. Uh, he gave us some clarification on uh, why they call him Joey Crack. Um, it wasn't because he was moving weight. It was because to crack his ass showed whenever he stood up and the girls gave him that nickname. So I'm glad we got that clarification. It's unfortunate because I had a feeling that's what it was. <laughs> some shit just should just say a mystery, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that. not even cool no more, bro. Uh, but shout out to Fat Joe, man. Uh, my shouts out are to T Pain, man. He received his flowers on a. Uh, is it the NAACP Awards? <laughs> I might be wrong. What's it? It was the Soul Trade Awards. Soul Trade Awards. Soul Trade Awards. They don't even do the NAACP Awards. <laughs> the Mega Ever Remembrance Memorial Awards and shit. Uh, but nah, um, he got his flowers. He did like a little ten minute set, a little medley of his hits. Bro, he got hits for days, man. T Pain, no goddamn legend. So shout out to that him. Was on so that. strange because it looked like they had him performing at like a Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, he was in uh Kiki's backyard, right? Yeah, literally. Yeah. 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 So shout out to shout out to that. Um. A prayers for Tiffany Haddish, man. She just got her t- second DUI in like two years. Uh, She's been going through a lot, man. I-, I read up that she was trying to have a kid, but I guess she having some damn um, uh, fertility issues and stuff like that. So that's really affecting her. So, man, r- prayers for him, bro. Uh, you know. I know uh, can I say something? Yeah. yeah can we we, you want to take the prayers back? Why? Because she made a joke about it and she said she prayed to God to send her a man with a job, preferably in a uniform. She made this joke after the DUI arrest. Okay, that's... Nah, it's not the time to be making jokes. Uh, no, I mean, she's making... You know how like some people like laugh at my pain or laughing to get over it? Like, the fertility shit is like for real. And so, that's why I'm like... I, I, I can understand. Like, if you really want a family and shit like that, then... I could be fucking you up. So, prayers. No, I'm talking about the DUI part, though. Yeah, the DUI is reckless, and I wouldn't suggest that or advise that, but I, I understand that sometimes you make mistakes. So Can't say I want. I prayed for God to send me a man in a uniform, and he answered after you handcuffed. Hey, Amen. Tiffany, I hope they make uh, the trip to a girl's trip, too. So, um, we need you back out there. So, no, we don't. No, we don't. Wait, let's stop lying. Jeez. Nobody, you when you ever laugh at a <laughs> Tiffany Haddish joke? She was hilarious in Girls Trip too. I think that might be the the funniest uh, comedic woman role of, of all time. Somebody might have wrote that. I mean, niggas wrote every movie. What you mean? Somebody might have wrote that. I, I mean, I, said, we, I ain't shooting her that much, Bill. She can she can go away. Let's be honest. Nah, you just stay in the darkness. Random smoke for Tiffany Haddish, but. Uh, if we had it, man. Uh, yeah, man, that's that's all I got, man. Anything else to say before we get about it? Um, nah, man, December here, man. Start saving y'all, saving y'all coins. For the one you love, man. Christmas just ain't Christmas. 
without the one you love. I think I'm gonna get a Christmas tree this year. I usually don't do that, but I think I might put a Christmas tree up. Oh my nigga, festive this year, man. You buying a real one or you getting a fake one? No, I'm gonna get a fake one. I just want like a small one. Charlie, you gonna get some cocoa and just watch the kids and belly laugh. Like, <laughs> you watch them open the gifts. <laughs> I knew you like that. <laughs> I did good, huh? <laughs> you been asking for that. <laughs> you, you thought I was gonna get it for you. I know. I know. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> got a little something else under the tree too. Go. Gotta find it though. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, man. Everybody enjoyed this week. Uh, we got the um, braces coming up, man. So let's start preparing for that. Oh damn, it's, it's almost that time. Yeah, so let's let's get in the mindset for that. And uh, yeah, man, we appreciate everybody listening, man. Um, we appreciate the love, and we hope everybody have a great week, man. Long live the boss, man. Is there?